It's the Low Life Podcast. Uh, you found us again. It's CoinOps McGillicuddy here speaking. I'm here with Scum. Hello. And Zero. Hello, gentle listeners. Same bad channel, same bad time. Yeah, how, how are you guys doing? I'm all right. Yeah? Uh, I'm, I'm feeling good, CoinOps, and, and why shouldn't I? We're spinning around a fusion bomb on a hunk of Earth where the richest society that ever existed continues to kill the very planet which sustains us. All in the name of the largest transfer of wealth upward that has ever occurred. So why shouldn't I feel good? Sounds yeah, no, hey, no, no worries. Woo! Um shit. Maybe that's affecting my uh, attitude. Uh, yeah, we went from no, three days our... of spring to like middle of the swamp summer in mm-hmm. DC. So yeah. during this recording, we, we should be encountering a thunderstorm. So you won't know this. There won't I mean, be if the recording episode. cuts out, you will. Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no. Anyway, yeah, we got that going on. We got a, we got a oxygen like atmosphere warning because we're getting all the smoke from Canada, New Jersey. Yeah. Everything's... Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Orange so, alert. Orange alert. Citrus. Anyway, uh... <laughs> air quality. <laughs> Sorry. That's an air quality alert. Orange alert. Right. Oh, the man. terrorist level is citrus. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Without further ado, uh, this week we decided we were going to do something a little bit uh, fun. We're going to do some uh, news stories that kind of caught our ear. Aesop is going to chime in occasionally, which is... uh, The news is just happening so fast and so frequently that we go even one week without talking about it. It's like we're in another century or something. Or we've lost another human right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, no. uh, yeah, One of the big stories that just happened is the uh, fucking Supreme Court voted to allow a company to sue a union for lost, you know, whatever. Capital. Oh, God. And it's like, you know, there's reasons why we allow strikes. I miss that. Yeah, no. That oh, just yeah, I miss that Thursday, one, too. Say. And, uh, here's, the, here's, the, here's the thing. We got here because when there weren't those protections, we had stuff like Haymarket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Uh, what was it? The triangle shirt, Ch- triangle shirtwaist factory, shirtwaist factory. You know, yep. and and you know, it's just like, hey, how about if we don't like throw rocks at you? How about if we just have this conversation? And if you ain't treating us fairly, you don't get nothing. And, and they're all like, we're gonna sue you into the ground. It's like this is how this is the road to the guillotine, sir. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, fast forward, and then we had to have a literal war that no one talks about about it. People um, forget before we had unions, the. Uh, remedy was to drag you out into the street and hit you with bricks. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's that's a uh, brickens. Sounds good to me. It's important to learn history so that you don't fucking repeat it. So an open book test. Talking open. about repeating history. All right. Well, uh, yeah, Scum, what do you got? In Iowa, the children yearn for the mines and <laughs> and to serve you beer for some fucking reason. Yummy. Oh. Even I, there's yeah. zero circumstances. I don't even want my dog to bring me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, dude, if I'm at a bar watching pro wrestling and I'm just like putting back beers and I see like a kid, I don't even care if like the kid is like related to the owner of the, of the bar. Like I don't want kids there. I don't want to be no. around them. Like, yeah. If you if like a kid serves me a beer, I'm going home with the manager's teeth. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. From May 27th, Iowa governor signs bill to loosen child labor laws. This is uh, a this is a CNN article. Oh wow! Iowa, Iowa Republican Governor 
Kim Reynolds, a corpse draped in dried human skin, signed a bill that loosens child labor laws, <laughs> increasing the amount of hours they can work from like so, so from like four hours to six hours when school's in session. Uh, oh. And it increases where they can work, specifically places where they can serve alcohol with parents' permission. Wow. Quote, I in Iowa, we understand there is dignity in work and we pride ourselves on our strong work ethic, instilling mm. those values in the next generation and providing opportunities for young adults to earn and save to build a better life should be available, said <sighs> Kim Reynolds. Okay. I just... Okay. I yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, guys have something to say? I just build a better life by serving beer at 14. I just mm -hmm. eat my ass and hair. Yeah. I, it's No. Mm -hmm. it's, no, they're just looking for ways you... to pay less than a living wage, and it's like we'll get to that. Yes. Well, no, you know what? One hundred percent. I think I might have mentioned this before. Oh, but yeah. like one of the things that I encountered when I was like getting into machining. Excuse me, I have a yank my dog closer so he stops crying. <clears throat> is uh, I, I tried to get into this like apprenticeship program, basically, mm -hmm. where you go to school and then they give you a certain set amount of hours, and you have to have those hours by the end of the semester, or quarter or whatever. Right, and it wasn't a lot, you know. But I, here I am. I'm getting like A's and everything because it's basic shit. Like your first class in machining, it's just it's just math again. You know, yeah. it's a little bit of algebra, a little bit of geometry, and it's not the hard, hard, hard shit that you get into later when you have to like do conversions and all this other shit. You have to start thinking of a thing as a round piece instead of just like you're cutting off of one side. You know, you, you want to take a half inch off of it, you cut a quarter inch. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it's just. That comes later. But when you start out, you're just doing like A squared plus B squared equals C squared. You know, what is C squared? Kind of shit. But when I came back, all they had me do was grit blast. <laughs> I'd lock myself in a room and I would blast the cooked, baked 400, 500 degree, you know, piece of metal. So that all the grease came off of it. You know, like. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess the important thing is like, how old were you when you were doing it? <laughs> I was like probably like 20. 21. See, that's the thing. They would really like it if you were 16. <laughs> well, no, I mean, here it's it's not, you didn't even have to. I mean, and this is, we're talking, this is like 95 ish. So I'm like, first of all, eating trucker speed to stay awake for these 12 hour shifts. But the other thing that's also happening is I'm not getting on a mill, I'm not getting on a lathe. I'm yeah, doing you're getting this no stuff experience. constantly. Yeah. And the reason for it, and the one guy, this one old guy that I, I worked with, he was real straight with me about it. He said, basically, he's like, look, kid, I'm making about 18 bucks an hour. And if they like you, they're going to put you on one of these machines at 14 bucks an hour. And they want to, but we don't want them to. Do you understand? And I was like, yes. <laughs> like, I know that they would do this. If this were a bigger shop, they would cut, they would cut the like, most senior guy out. Yeah. Because there's no, there's no union, you know. They do it all the time. If it's yeah. cheaper, they'll do it. Absolutely. Well, actually, the whole union thing actually is related to this, honestly. Uh, so like, yeah. So like with well, like with alcohol, right? We're kind of like ripping on that a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's like the alcohol thing requires two adults to be present and the teenager mm -hmm. to complete. Uh, they have to complete a quote training and prevention and response to sexual harassment course. Well, uh, because it's like they're expecting it to happen. Yeah, well, we, know, we know how we are, but we're not the groomers. Yeah, it's those people over there, not us. Oh, God damn it! I hate this story. Yeah, 
And that is exactly going to, it's just going to lead into sexualizing young girls being waitresses. I just like already. Yeah. I don't know how they think this is a good idea. What are you talking about? Like we've already had it. You know, we've we, like, we've had fucking TV, like honey boo boo shit. But at least <laughs> if you're 18 and a waitress, like, I guess that's nominally. I don't think you should be shirt serving. Like, yeah. You shouldn't be in that kind of environment. If you're like, like under family restaurant, it's different. Sure. Like, I, when I was like 17, 18, you know, like, I, I think when I turned 18, I was allowed to serve beer or something or mm-hmm. didn't matter. I did, you know, like my table ordered beers. All right, here they come, you know, whatever. Yeah, but you're you. Yeah, That's but I'm you. not sure what the legality of that was. I just well, did it. They leave it so broad. Like, what if there's somebody yeah. working in a pool hall? What if it's somebody working in, you know, some other kind of place that's not a family restaurant or some other kind of shit can pop off? I just. Well, we'll, we'll get to the type of places they've expanded where children can work. So, like, so, like some of the quotes. strip clubs? Does it end in strip clubs? Can we just. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, oh, no, that would, that would uh, be incredible, but no. Not uh, yet. Not that they would advertise. No. So, some of the quote expanding employment opportunities under the new law is like in industrial laundry services and freezers and meat coolers for 14 <sighs> and 15 year olds. And oh, as sure. someone who briefly cleaned out meat freezers and butcher areas in a supermarket in a freezer that they will not turn off while my hands are immersed in water, I could tell you it's not fun. Mm-hmm. I got sick a lot for some reason. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> Wasn't great. As like, as like a third, as like a 30 year old, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm having a cold every other day. Uh, I saw this story recently too, just out of Alabama or Arkansas. I can't remember where they're re- re- relaxing the laws in meat breaking plants, so kids can yep. do just this. Literally, kids, thirteen-year-old kids, can do just this after hours. Oh like, yeah, that's no, a fun I thing. Actually, oh yeah, no, that's mentioned like the end of this. Like, the, <sighs> we'll get to the more recent stuff, but it's like I want to talk. <laughs> I kind of like attached onto this too because I briefly lived in Iowa for like a year, mm, and sorry. yeah, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> that's rough. So, yeah, no, it's, it was weird. So, like, Iowa also gives authority to the the directors of education department and the workforce development department to provide mm-hmm. exceptions to work hours and uh, and the type of prohibited work kids could sixteen year olds and older can do if they are enrolled in a qualified work based learning program, probably largely unsupervised. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big argument against the law. Is that, and I'll mention this later down the line. Okay, the big argument against the law is just one person with sense saying no. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I really love these articles because they're like. One man with a history book could make all the difference. (laughs) They're trying to like be so two sidesy about it because you know it's journalism and it's CNN, but it's like, it's so obvious where it's like, well, no, because it's fucked up. But like the big argument that they're saying is that endangers kids and teens and would target poor families and minorities. That'll come up again later Mm. because these laws were not made for their kids. People passing (laughs) these laws were not passing them with the idea that my beautiful white children will will be working there. Right. No. Uh, The ghouls defend it, saying it doesn't force anyone to work and it even uh, removes exemptions previously allowed 14 year olds to sell newspapers or sell door to door. So kids can't do that anymore. Uh, No, no, it doesn't force anyone to work. It's capitalism. That's no, now they could work in fucking meat freezers. Right, right, right. There are like 20 U.S. states also who have loosened child labor laws. And uh, that's the end of the CNN article. I also had to include from other sources too, just kind of like karmatically balance things out because there's a lot of talk right now about like, oh, the Republicans are trying to do it. Well, my home state, the state I'm currently residing in uh, of New Jersey last year passed a similar law. Uh, It was on a it was this is from the New Jersey Monitor on April 4th. 
it would increase hours worked and where where kids can work and that the younger kids from 14 could serve alcohol. Teens no longer need uh, parental consent to get a work permit. So if you're just a kid, you could just get a work permit. Huh. And uh, 16, 17-year-olds could work 50 hours a week when school isn't in session. What? And, uh, oh, yeah, That's... New Jersey is also a Democratic state. Yeah, well. So. There's an asterisk. Well, yeah, again, I have to, like, balance it out where, because right now all the media is focusing on, like, why do the Republicans want kids to return to the mines? I'm like, well, it's not just Republicans. Like, uh -huh. New Jersey is considered like a sanctuary. Like they're trying to say they're a sanctuary state for like trans people. And Do you key get the, the the vibe that like, and this this is like the closest thing to a conspiracy theory I could possibly come up with about <laughs> this. But do you get the vibe that like maybe we just did lose a fuck ton of people to COVID and they just don't have anybody to work and now they're like, <laughs> send the children, you know, like. Well, it does keep coming it's, up. It's that, a like, very very World War One. Oh, oh yeah, no, they keep vibe here. They keep bringing up like, well, we can't like fill these positions. Let's get kids to fucking do it. Like mysteriously, exactly. nobody wants to work. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the low. Like they never think that's like you know the wages are just so fucking low now. Like, don't 15, pay somebody more. Just get somebody who wants to do it for less. It's like, it's like, not, it's like fifteen dollars like, an hour here means nothing. It's so expensive it's like, here. The, the wages like you fight and fight and fight and fight and fight for fifteen, and then by then the cost of living is twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing is they it's every it's all this nickel and diming shit. Everything has gotten more expensive, dude. Like a fucking twenty ounce bottle of Pepsi is like two thirty, <laughs> and I'm like, why? Oh yeah, man. You know why can't you all be like that iced tea guy with the ninety nine cent cans? Well, you know, like to go off script for a second, it's like with when it comes to like food benefits, like SNAP, like food stamps, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. the, due to the. Uh, Depth ceiling thing, it's going to be harder now because they're going oh, to roll back the COVID th stuff. So, of course, I am personally affected by this because I feed my folks with that, and yeah. uh, it's going to be a rough time when that goes away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it was rough, but they're just like, yeah, you guys have had enough time. Pretty much. Around. Like, they it's just like, want you to work. No, you have to work like. survived a goddamn fucking plague, yeah. you piece of shit. And you didn't. It kind of is like counterintuitive. It, it, it's kind of like counterintuitive, too, because. The new, le the new like ruling for SNAP is that you have to work twenty hours a week to oh, receive. Stone, don't you understand? Um, you know, fucking hungry people work hard. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like it's, it's almost like work will set yeah. you free. Yeah, weird. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's really weird. So anyway, uh, <sighs> something, something, conning government, something. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, from Vox.com. So like, why? Well, before that, so why do these old folks want kids? To like work so badly besides the still prevailing belief that children are their parents property and they can do whatever they want with them well, yes it's a yeah. protestant work ethic have kids to help on the farm shit exactly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh from vox.com the republican push to weaken child labor laws explained i'm going to put a little my own caveat it's not just republicans but this is a really good article on the breakdown mm -hmm. of it so first it's the labor shortage it just is the quote-unquote labor shortage, I should say. In Wisconsin, a state that passed a law to let 14-year-olds to serve booze, uh, circulated a memo saying that such proposals, quote, create a simple solution, unquote, to workforce staffing issues. Mm. Second, simple solution. Simple solution for complicated problems. It's the American way. We have self-replicating workers. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Uh, second, the right has always hated workplace regulations. 
Mm. Oh, no, for sure. Like, yeah, no rules for thee, not for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they'll, they'll have enough rules to make sure that they can cement like their power, but like no rights, you know, no, no fucking standard of living. No, no, like they're not the ones doing these jobs anyway. Like these regular, we still be working seven days a week, uh, 12 hours a day. So (laughs) yeah. Do you remember, remember when you had a lunch hour? No, actually I don't ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't. I never, I don't I, think I ever had that. I think I might've, I might've been one of the shops I worked at. I might've, but mm-hmm. that was only because like, sometimes you had to go into town to get food and that was like a 10 minute drive. So they were like, yeah, fuck it. You can take an hour. Yeah. But you got to stay later. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's like, mm-hmm. I just hid. This guy, <laughs> just, you know, these motherfuckers should be paying you for a commute too. Oh yeah. God, that's yes. part of your life. That's part of your life. You're giving up to do their job. I, oh my God. The amount of money. Stolen I, time. Oh God. He's pretty seriously. So the, the, these are our federal regulations under the uh, Fair Labor Standards Act (FLCA). It was passed in 1938. Uh, the regulations <laughs> are minors. That's of what eight. happens? <laughs> so, like the regulations is like my. This is like a federal floor, right? Of yeah. of laws. This is this this isn't state law. This is federal. Mm-hmm. Is like minors of any age could work in virtually any business that's entirely owned by their parents, except for youth under 16, and they can't work in mining or manufacturing. Mm. Uh, no minor can work on occupation deemed hazardous, like roofing or forest firefighting. Although, God, they would love to see little kids in like the fire respirator <laughs> suits. I mean, as a little kid, I would have liked to have done that. I would have loved playing fireman. So, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like, to it. Oh, it's it, an easy like sell. The first see? time you're allowed to fuck with the hook, <laughs> you talk, what are you talking about? It's like, it's oh like yeah, a, it's a fun gun, you know? Like it's. Uh, uh, children under 14 can work uh, like exempt, like FLCA exempt jobs, like delivering newspapers, acting and babysitting, acting. Uh, acting. I don't know. That one could be just as hazardous. Oh, dude. Yeah. Just do any amount of reading on the little rascals. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's seriously. one area of Hollywood that doesn't need any regulation. It's, it's child acting. They got that <laughs> one figured out. Yeah, that was locked oh. down. Absolutely. They come out totally okay. Ten years later. <laughs> Shout out Macaulay Culkin. Uh, love them. Uh, on school days, 1450-year-olds can work for up to three hours outside of school hours. Uh, on days when school is not in session, they can work up to eight hours. Uh, and during the summer months, 1450-year-olds can work like from nine to seven. Uh, yeah, it doesn't allow like youth workers to be paid. FLCA does allow, however, youth workers to be paid a minimum of 425 an hour during the oh. first 90 days. The FLCA, FLSA has much uh, weaker protections for kids working in agriculture for some reason. Mm. I don't know why that is. I've seen Mm -hmm. like thresher machines. Mm -hmm. Uh, The enforcement of youth labor law hasn't been great. Uh, This is largely due to lack of funding to the agency. Uh, They announced uh, the number of children employed in jobs that violate the law increased 37% in 2022 and an incredible 283% fiscal year 2015. What? Yeah, I, I wish it elaborated more on that because I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> saying these name these these years like 2015, and I'm, I'm thinking you're gonna be like 1926. Jesus, I'm amazed they're even able to like calculate any of this, considering like how few people like Congress has kept uh, the Labor Department budget pretty flat for many years. Uh, mm-hmm. Has a 12 percent loss of wages and hours between 2010 and 2019. And they've lost access to a hundred attorneys over the last decade due to financial reasons. 
because you needed fucking attorneys to prosecute pe- people who do bad things. Yeah. Who'd have thunk? Yeah. And like the punishment for violating child labor laws are pretty weak too. Uh, like Packer Sanitation. Packer Sanitation is the company th- uh, that had a. Well, how much? Just tell me how much. What's the fine? It's yeah. fine, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's totally fine. Like Packer okay. Sanitation is the company from uh, Arkansas that had like those kids like yeah, working yeah, yeah. in, you know, we all seen the pictures. The fine uh, was a measly 1.5 million. Oh. Uh, they're a corporation, so they don't give a fuck. No. Yeah, yeah that's that's like a weekend. Not a lot. They shouldn't. The, the point is, is like, but a fine like that, they're still allowed to exist. Well, any law punishable by fine is legal for a fee. Yeah. Thank you, Final Fantasy. Yep. Well, I mean, wasn't it just Iowa where they had that apartment collapse and then they were all like, hey, yeah. we're going to blow up the rest of that apartment. And the neighborhood was like, hey, there's fucking five people still unaccounted for. There's five people and also everyone's fucking belongings and like, pets. And they had just pulled a lady out like the previous night. Yeah. Something, what the fuck is happening. going on, Iowa? Something's happening. That must be like the vampire's like body disposal pit. Like I'm thinking, I like there's there's like a missile silo somewhere in Iowa, and one of these militias got a hold of it and they hot wired it, and they're like, okay, this is it. This is where you make our move. <laughs> That's far more interesting. So then they're all like, children working the mines and shit and slaughter cows, and they're all twelve, and they don't I'll get say, paid. That's smarter than taking like, over a bird sanctuary, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That was funnier though. <laughs> That was so much fun, especially when those people sent them the bucket, like the gallon, like 52 gallon fucking barrels of lube and shit. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty for the dildos. Um, anyway, uh, anyway, the, the Labor Department vowed to crack down. Uh, lawmakers are scrambling to pass laws to increase the punishment of viola- violating child, child labor laws. And conservatives and not so conservatives keep passing laws to get kids back to work. You know who really wants kids back in the mine? Mmm. Conservative um, billionaire Charles Koch and his dead oh. zombie brother from Beyond the Grave. Brave. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's fucking dead. Uh, in nineteen eighty, that broke American politics single handedly in my lifetime. Yep. Yeah. Coke. Yep, yep, yep. Name's Coke. Those guys. I'll uh, call them whatever I want. Fuck them. Well, if it was an R, it'd be better. <clears throat> Cock yeah, it would. Crotch. In 1980, a living yet still somehow dead David Koch ran for vice president on the Libertarian Party ticket, vowing uh, to, quote, abolish child labor laws. Well, he, uh, he knows the age of consent in every state. Absolutely. That guy just, he, he feels aggrieved at everything. It's he just, makes the distinction between pedophile and febophile. I mean, not anymore. <laughs> that's the dead brother. David Koch is the dead one. Oh, either, either or. Well, maybe either, either or. Still fucking I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, they're kind of interchangeable. So, follow-up uh, to this in 1982, Ronald Reagan, unfortunately very alive at the time, mm. proposed the first major changes in 40 years to child labor laws, expanding uh, the type of work 14, 15-year-olds can do, yep. and making easier to pay students less than minimum wage. Yep. Mm. Uh, in 2016, a Koch Shell-funded <laughs> nonprofit, the Foundation for Economic Education, yeah. uh, this is, this is, now this is the cool, this is the cool shit. Okay. It's, a, it, it's a funded nonprofit by these guys. It's called the Foundation for Economic Education. They publish an article. So fucking scary. Sorry. I know. It's like a Chicago pub- School of Economics. Yeah. Oh, oh, thunderclap. God. Yeah, yeah. They publish an article quote called, quote, let the kids work. Oh, my fucking Where God. the author. Of where the author argues children taking jobs builds character, a strong work ethic, and efficient 
uh, efficient working skills and work it, like sufficient, like um, basically he's saying that like they're, they're going to network. <laughs> that that's what it is. They're going to make it more so like they're basically going to network. They probably uh, think jail works like that too. You know, like probably, yeah, uh, we I should send it to them so they could find I, out. It's uh, so fortunate that I got a work permit to start working at 15. All right. But fortunately it was at this like banquet facility that was just like low key mob dudes playing cards in the back. Oh dude, they had the same thing here. I worked for them as an adult. It was weird. That's the best. Those I are got paid in cash. <laughs> you could, you could, I got paid. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. see that thing fucked me up because as a kid, it, it set expectations for labor that have seldom been met since. <laughs> yeah, when you break the law, you can like you get a little bit more wiggle room and just well, ignore the character. Play. No, it builds a firm, fucking strong ass distrust of authority. <laughs> It That's makes you what question the notion of authority, in fact. Yeah. Well, like, the opposite of that would be, like, you're working as a kid, and you're getting paid basically pennies, and you're like, why would I ever want to do this? Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. in a teamwork program for DOD when I lived on Air Force Base overseas, mm-hmm. and I was, like, 13 years old, and, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's only so much stuff you can do, yeah. but they had me sweeping the floors at a liquid cool. oxygen plant. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, That's so cool. it's like I'm not doing anything with the liquid oxygen, but I'm sweeping the floors. Likewise, they got me, they got me, they got me pulling weeds by JP4 jet fuel tanks. And it's yeah. like, I'm not doing it with the jet fuel. I'm just pulling the weeds. But it's like, yeah, they but didn't like, want dude, some other guy to do it. So they send the kid that, to go. Cool. Is just, that the jet fuel that like, if you can smell it, you're already burnt? Uh, no, no. It's a kind <laughs> that it's actually not that flammable. If you drop a match in it, it'll go oh. out. But if you put an electrical charge to it, like a static oh. electricity of your feet, which is why you oh. need to be grounded when you're doing it, which oh, they didn't man. tell me until the third day that I was doing it. Anyway, oh. you see how there can be these problems. I didn't work at a chemical plant until I was like 30. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I did some stuff at like a thermal joint where like... Fuck, man. The, like a week or two after I had worked there, one of their fucking pressure tanks exploded. It was shit. Oh, yeah, I I was working at a, a shop in in Hammond, Indiana, and across the street was like Jupiter Chemical or something like that. And mm-hmm. I, this was after I'd hurt my back, so I'm doing like purchase order shit, mm. trying to get part like you know raw materials and stuff. And then suddenly there's just like the foom, you know. It's it's one of those kind of sounds that when you hear it, you're like, oh god, that's big. And then you look up and you see a mushroom cloud across the street from you. <laughs> Like it's like now, you feel the pressure almost right before you hear the sound. Yeah, it like the, there was like a rattle that came yeah. with it. Like the, the window was like, and you know, I was like, do we get down? What the fuck? <laughs> you're like, like, everybody stopped talking. Like I was having a conversation with this one guy there about Sufjan Stevens. I remember everything about this. And he was like, oh, I'd never heard of this guy. He's like, yeah, he's got this crazy album about Illinois. I'm like, I'll check it out. <laughs> Everything. Fucking fire truck in the world came, and it turned out that it was a lot. Like we actually had a conversation. Like, should we go? <laughs> like, because there's a lot more, much larger explosive things across the street. You know, like mm, it, I don't like, know if you know this about a machine shop, but it's kind of built with like toothpicks and wet peas. It's not really like a fortified building. <laughs> you know, it's just a it's just corrugated aluminum. Yeah, you know, on the frame, right? right? Yeah, there's not even insulation, mm. you know, because they're expecting whatever you're working near to be hot. So, they shouldn't have had a 12 year old uh, be looking at that canister then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, this I, kid's he's lighting matches off of the fucking valve. I'm <laughs> <laughs> smoking out of a pipe, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His eyes are clean, but everything around it's all sooty. 
Yep. <laughs> so another group funded by ghoul money. Uh, the Florida-based think tank, the Foundation for Government Accountability. Okay, uh, Florida-based and think tank just should not be in the same sentence. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no. It's real bad. It so shouldn't be in that phrase. <laughs> they play Unless they're, like, exploring <laughs> new ahead. and interesting spring break pastimes, there should right. be no think tank in Florida. No, no absolutely not. I thought, uh, what's they, the name of that again? Uh, the Foundation for Government Accountability. Yeah. Do they do that? Probably not. They play a leading role in the recent bills going through state legislation to have kids serve you you a Big Mac. Yeah. Uh, in March, Arkansas state representatives said the quote Youth Hiring Act had quote came to me from the Foundation for Government Accountability end quote. <laughs> the the Post also found and the Post isn't great. Like I don't like them, but the Post also found the Florida think tank helped Missouri lawmakers craft and revise their child labor bill. Oh, ours didn't suck enough. Let's do what they did. <laughs> yep. Uh, another one is the National Federation of Independent Businesses, the NFIB, uh, who is the lobbying arm of small businesses who really want to hire kids. Like, really, really want. Like, if you're a small business and you can't hire anybody because you pay people pennies, yeah, you really want to hire kids. So this Florida uh, well, think tank is just writing all these people and trying to get kids into the workplace. Who's the groomer oh, all- now, Florida? Who's the yeah, groomer all- now? <laughs> Like all these For fucking sure. groups, like, hold on, like the, the NFIB, they said, quote, our inability to fill workplace vacancies has catapulted to the top concern currently facing, facing the small, facing of their small businesses. They Raise said your 20- wages. They said Sorry. in 2021 in a testimony for an Ohio chair with labor, child labor deal. Uh, Ohio, huh? Hmm. Yeah, Ohio's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing great they're one of, yeah, they're one of the states, yeah. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So here's the question. Here's a stupid question I still have to fucking. I had to write down the reasons for. Again, we're going to. Why is it bad for kids to return to the mines? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's like not I said, good for adults to be in the fucking is mines. That a, it's like starter. Is that a Forbes article? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, when I, first heard, when I first heard about this again, like I said before, it's like, oh, their kids aren't fucking going to work. You know, like this is no, for non-white migrant worker kids. That's what right. really what these laws are for. Like uh, immigration advocacy groups say there is a huge threat for migrant children, often unaccompanied at a high risk of being trafficked. The mm. number of unaccompanied yep. minors rose to 128,904 in 2022. Uh, ending work, work permits will make it easier to exploit these kids and make it even harder to enforce child labor laws. Right. I mean... Isn't that the thing? Isn't it? Isn't isn't it like every accusation is a confession for these fucking guys? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like they're literally like making it easier to do the thing. They accuse everyone who isn't doing it right. of doing That's, the thing. Right. It's going to be really easy to just steal kids and just make them your slave force. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're hoping for. That's what. The, that is honestly what they're hoping for. Because again, they're not white. You know, they're they're you know, right. Uh, the weakening of child labor laws threatens all workers, however, not just kids. Uh, right. Lowering work, lowering work, workplace regulations and wages, and uh, many of the groups mentioned are against unions working to weaken them, along not with true. environmental protections. Yeah, uh, a lot of the laws kind of skate around everyone's radar, though. Like these kind of just happen, and no one kind of realized they did until they happen. Mm-hmm. It's been like that for 
a long while, like only 29% of parents consider themselves well-informed about laws pertaining to teens working. Well, you know, to be fair, a lot of these parents are working two, three jobs each. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not like, even I, thinking I was about a, I was their a fucking latchkey kid, dude. Come on. Like, yeah. I, know, like, I know what this shit's about. This shit was starting in the 80s. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, we're just not fucking fighting hard enough nowadays. And it's going to get bad. Well, if dude, it's, it's like, you know, if it's real, yeah. real, much worse. Bad. If we have to pay people what they're worth, it's, it's going to cut into our profits, man. Yeah. Pretty much. Like a lot. You like, know what? Even that fucking anti Semite piece of shit Henry Ford knew that if his employees couldn't afford the products they made, there was a problem. Even he cool. knew that. That's incredible. Yeah, but not enough like, of his peers knew that, and that's why we had the Depression. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, I'm ready for another one. <laughs> So I just have like poll information, but I'm not even going to fucking bother because those aren't accurate. Point is, is like a lot of people were like, like half of Iowa was like for this, 42% was against and eight weren't sure. Mm-hmm. But God, but you know, polls are bullshit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> people know? always try to rationalize it to like, it's like, oh, it, I don't mind if my little Timmy is bagging groceries on the weekend. It's like, just think about the worst way this can be used. And that's what it's going to be. That's what's going to happen. That's what's right. going to happen. Yeah. I just no. don't get it. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Oh yeah, like my, <sighs> I had like the weird thing of like a way overprotective mom. So it's like I would didn't get a job until like twenties, but that's because she was obsessed with me focusing on education. I'm the first one going to college, you know. Right, right. And uh, but just like to me, just think if I like had my young kid, like fourteen, just unsupervised by me, working kind of anywhere, that would kind of freak me out a little bit, you know, that they're not teachers. You know, this is just a workplace. This oh, isn't yeah. like a this isn't like an after school program, you know what I no. mean? Like this is this is a manager who just literally just wants your labor, right? <laughs> and that it, it bothers me. This really bothers me in a deep visceral level because I'm like, you're right. You should work. You should like know what work is. You yeah. should work long enough for you to become fucking sick of it, like I have, and uh, do other things. But you should also <laughs> be you should be taught a fucking skill, yeah, and not just be like, okay, so we don't have like, oh, like, we don't do just- that. Oh, you just got to be real careful climbing this ladder. Okay. Is all I'm going to say. Um, because there's Dude, not they don't even do that in school. Like, I don't I fucking graduate yeah, high school. Oversight. I don't have oversight at all. Yeah. No, like no. you fucking graduate high school. You don't know how to fucking do anything. No, you don't like, even know how to fucking like do your finances. No. You know what I mean? Like someone else taught you that if you know that. Yes. Because like, well, you know, like when, let's see, what was this? It's been like 93, 89 to 93. It was still like, mm-hmm. You know, guys don't take economics class. <laughs> or home ec, worked, you know. That worked yeah. out great. Yeah, home ec, yeah. That that worked yeah. out great. I fucking loved home ec. Yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> I love learning how to cook and like sew and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that shit served me a lot better than a lot of other shit I was taught. Algebra. Seriously, I took I mean, I loved taking mechanical drawing and drafting. Um, oh, I bet. But I don't use it at all. Well, like, you're I, a machinist, so you had like no algebra and shit for me. I just yeah, well, no, I use that to learn how to read a fucking chart. You know, like somebody put a print in front of you. Like, all right, I know. I know which way is up. I know what, you know, what the views are, you know, like all that stuff. But but you weren't like 14 when you were learning about it, you know. But I don't I don't really need it now. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, um, that that that's done. I got to learn how to, you know, I got to write better is all it is. That's where I'm at. That's what we have. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I got to I got to shriek into the void occasionally as we talk about how the dystopia is just constantly folding in upon itself 
<laughs> but yeah, that's 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 my suck. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Well, that's that's terrible. Uh, keep an eye out for um, like your Uber driver being thirteen. Oh god, <laughs> that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna get kids oh, to be like god. the manual, like like they have self driving trucks and shit. That oh bro- god, you put the kid in the self driving vehicle as a backup. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> all you need, right? I don't mean to be giving the, the remaining Coke brother any ideas here, but you His, know. Those little hands can smack a stop button, right? A can't, <laughs> emergency stop. I found out just, the kid's a better driver than I am. Put him in a fucking diaper and a five-point harness, and he has one button to press if everything goes wrong. Oh, God, that's like the joke with like the tr- the conductor and the monkey. What is that joke? Uh, no, I'm not going to. Go listen to Well, There's Your Problem. But <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Fuck. So, so, next up, we have... Yeah, t- uh, talking about yeah. Uh, uh, ch- child labor and, and employment opportunities for kids. There's um, there's someone who's working on uh, expanding those employment opportunities into oh, no. um, longevity research. Oh um, no! Yeah, so you, you may have heard of this story, the um, the blood boy story, the the rich. It's actually it's not ghoulish activity; it's vampiric activity at this point. The, right. uh, the rich guy who's uh, I will make that distinction. Thank you. Trying to extend his life uh, through means that are maybe a little questionable, but one of those means, the most sensationalist part of it, is that he's he's taking blood from his son to help extend his life. And I did a little he l- looks looking into this guy. <sighs> yeah, he, uh, he, he looks like okay. You remember that song? Somebody that you used to, somebody that I used to know. By yes, okay. that's what I was going to say. It looks like him bought from Wish dot com. <laughs> I thought he it was like the another same age. He video looks the age he's supposed to be from him. Like, yeah, I, the guy's the guy's only a year older than I am, and he doesn't he doesn't look that much younger. That, <sighs> through, through this process, he's been he able to like claim a who has a trainer. Yeah, well, yes, if I worked at it. It would be comparable. He doesn't look like like uh, he. You said he's uh, what, what? How old is he? He's uh, uh, forty five. Forty five. Okay, so I'm forty eight. We all of us look a little better than say Alex Jones who is one year older than me so it's like I am majestic looking I watched a movie this morning and the man in that movie was 46 years old mm. and I looked 10 years younger than him and he is a massively <laughs> massively famous actor and I was just yeah. like damn people just aged differently didn't they like that's what I'm saying and like it's just you have to wonder what what baseline they're going off of uh According to the claims that he and his team have made, he has the heart of a 37-year-old, so about 10 years younger, and he's five biological years younger than an average, you know, 45-year-old man. No, he isn't. You just tell him sweet lies, so he keeps paying you. Yeah, that's according to Dr. Zolman, who charges the exorbitant rate of $1,000 an hour. He's a regenerative medicine physician. Um, Okay. So yeah, this guy, uh, Brian Johnson, he was the owner of Braintree. He's an entrepreneur. He's not the Dewey entrepreneur, but the buy tradey selly entrepreneur. Gotcha. Um, yeah, Braintree bought Venmo. They sold Venmo and Braintree to, I think, PayPal. Anyway, he made $800 million at age 29. And uh, uh, has, yeah. has a couple of other ventures since then. But this one that he's working on now, is, he's calling it Project Blueprint. Again, it's... Uh, trying to reverse the aging process in humans. Uh, the <laughs> research that he has it based on is, I think this came out maybe 10 years ago, but they did these research on mice and rats where they um, they swapped the blood from the younger rats into the older rats, and it showed promising yeah. 
effects on the older rats. They had better cognition, things like this. The thing is, like, the human body is hella more complex than rats. Yeah, those are rats. Yeah. We, we have a few, like, similarities, which is why they can test certain drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, it's, we're not, look, no. homie, homie. No, don't no. do this. No, the fa- the fa- after it's, well, like, see- it's like oh, it's like ahead. you read you remembered like half it's it's like it's like a half remembered story from Omni <laughs> Magazine circa eighty two, oh. and he was just like, <laughs> let's fucking do it, dudes. So the the whole process the, the blood swapping is just one part of the process. It's actually um, mm-hmm. it's actually plasma swapping. So what he has been doing up until mm-hmm. now with this company, it's called Project Blueprint. Um, and they've been doing research. They've been able to purchase blood f- from blood banks that they can track. You know, it's healthy blood from healthy kids. Okay, hold, hold on, hold on, this hold on. It's called the hold Human on. Instrumentality Project. Hold on, that is an <laughs> yeah. incredible waste. There's like still blood shortages. Like that is an amazing waste of blood that could have gone to somebody to save their life. Oh, but dude, this is research. It's research. It's research. No, deserves more than other people. No. Fuck that. Uh, so well, he, he was getting it from they were the the project was purchasing it from blood from blood banks. Now he's switched to taking the blood from his seventeen year old son, who <laughs> I mean, is a willing participant. Why buy the milk if you got the cow, sir? And uh, that is by far the most fucked up thing I've heard in so long. I just want to hear the pitch. You know, he comes into his room, sits on his bed, son, let's talk. Hey, champ. <laughs> You're getting up there, huh? It's time for some new responsibilities. What if I bought you a PS5 and you let me take your blood every day? <laughs> How do you sell this to a 17-year-old? It's like, hey, this is, uh, this is like, okay, look, this is the joke I was making like before we were recording, okay? Like, is this just a long and protracted and complicated form of incest? Like, this is really, this is weird, right? This is the like, longest way around. Wait, wait for it. Okay, wait for it. So, oh God. What, what they've been doing is uh, they take the blood out of the young one, they separate it, and they take the plasma out. They put the plasma okay. into the dad. Okay. The dad, Brian Johnson, has his blood taken out, has the plasma separated, and he's giving that to his 70-year-old father. That's what oh, that picture God. was. And then they pump the There's 17-year-old something. with fresh blood to top him Dude. off, I guess. Dude, I thought that picture was fake. Okay, I thought that was a legit Photoshop. That was yeah. no, no, that's, yeah, that I thought was it was weird. fake too. It's for that's real. Creepy. Uh, and they're all hugging. taking pictures together. Like this is fine. It's yeah. so fucking Harkonnen. It's, hard. it's so fucking bizarre. It really <laughs> so is. Yeah, Harkonnen is a good word for it. So, uh, okay. uh, in, in all fairness, the the plasma swapping, the blood swapping, is just one part of the process. There's all this stuff that he has to do. He does uh, monthly blood tests, MRIs, and colonoscopies. He's got a, a low-calorie vegan Monthly diet. Colonoscopies. Yeah, that doesn't seem yeah, healthy just, either. Yeah, just scrape that colon. Um, uh, low-calorie vegan diet. He's under treatment with some HGH for some things that are going on. I don't remember that one. How one do you of the get weird HGH? He gets... Uh, oh, it's research, dude. Come on, yeah. cover this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets several different laser skin treatments to keep his skin young. Um he oh, has God. this machine that monitors how many matter. erections he gets when he's sleeping. What? Oh, I, I can tell you. Yeah. Because <laughs> it wakes me up. If it doesn't wake you up, will you really even have anyone? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. And uh, wait, what's the, wait, hold on. It's a whole what's process of stuff. It's not just one thing with the blood swapping. Is it, blood swapping is one have, part of it. A, like a Fitbit cock ring? Yeah. Like, what's the point of measuring how many erections does he have? 
I don't need, I don't. Does he I don't, think well, is he like Donald Trump and he thinks there's only a limited amount he'll have in his life? The only um, thing I can think is he's a, a follower of Dr. Kellogg who said that an erection uh, is a flagpole on your grave. Mm. So I don't buy into all that. No. And no. honestly, if, if that's the price of living longer, I, I like my steaks, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it's funny. I had, a, I had a checkup several years ago, like eight, nine years ago or something. I had to get a physical in order to do this. And, um, so we're sitting there, we're talking, and, and, and the doc's like, oh, "Yeah, you know, do you have any like weird habits?" Like, "Yeah, I smoke weed, I smoke cigarettes." And they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm like you might not want to do that. Do you want to try the Wellbutrin thing?" And I was like, "Honestly, no." <laughs> I'm like, "I try to quit smoking, and it jacks my anxiety to the point where I become catatonic and I rock back and forth and can't move." And she's like, "You know, quality of life is important." And I was like, "Thank you." Yeah. <laughs> the way she meant it was just like you know, she's like, "What do you smoke?" And I was like, "I don't know, like a half pack a day." That was pre-plague. Nowadays, it's like, like <laughs> yeah. I spend, I would say, f- 5% of my day talking myself out of a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so it, boy, my, anyway. read, my read on the whole thing is that this guy's a serial entrepreneur. He buys businesses. He sells them. It seems to me like he's trying to be first to market with some kind of exclusive treatment for rich people that he can sell them the snake oil that's going to make them think it's it's science that's making you younger. Oh, and okay, I'm sure like... If you have a trainer and you have a diet specialist and like getting new blood can't hurt, but the biggest problem with all this shit is like, what kind of precedent is this setting? Uh, There's companies already that offer blood changes for rich people. I found a a statistic somewhere online. It averages out to about $8,000 for a liter of healthy blood. Uh, (laughs) What? Yeah, like uh, so. The first treatment that you can, you the treatment is that you get a liter administered at a time. This is just for the blood swapping. This is a different process. This isn't what we're talking about here. But it's the rich people the thing that rich people are doing now, apparently. Mm-hmm. So if uh, I yeah, I'd have rich- about eight thousand a eight thousand a session for a liter of blood. So if I eat a rich person, will I live longer? <laughs> Depends on how you cook it. It's yeah, they say they say if you char the meat too much, it's uh. You want that my artifact, but you don't want to. <laughs> it's I mean, they're going to be they're going to be the most marbled steaks. You know that. Why is like For nobody sure. like upset about this? Like again, the weird fucks who accuse people of grooming. It's kind of like they're literally advocating to like drink your kid. Oh no no! The, and, and the same motherfuckers who are like, oh, there's a tracking device in the fucking you know, yeah. or the ones who are gonna like line up for this. Like Musk is again telling everyone that the FDA has approved the Neuralink thing, and that's not the case again. I could just uh, like that didn't happen actually. Like the FDA is, they haven't. Uh, it. Yeah. So I just I was asking. Okay. I could ju- I could I know, just see like the big it's, reason it's for fucking money. He's he's doing it to oh, hide yeah. because everything's falling apart for him. Oh yeah. And it's he's he's gonna run out of the, the the kind of I don't know money or energy or whatever it is that like lets him keep on top of all these spinning plates. Somebody made this. Uh, it was it was a tweet, and I, I really liked it. They said watching musk is kind of like watching that episode of the simpsons yeah. where like bart is playing chess with a bunch of different people and he keeps losing in the first move like everyone's <laughs> amazed that he's playing chess with 10 different people but he keeps losing but he keeps he's losing like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah uh well, that's the father of blood boy it, it it's kind of it, that's a that, movie title in itself it's yeah. like human centipede four yeah, pretty much. Like the thing that like really like I'm like, oh, okay, that explains it is like he became like a millionaire at 29. And as we know, money fucks you in the head. Yeah, especially when you're hitting yeah, second so, puberty. 
the part part of I do a little delving into this to try and figure out again more about this guy, and it's it's kind of sad. He says like after that happened, and he you know succeeded at that, and he succeeded having a family and three kids and everything. He said that he got so like just kind of depressed at how empty his life was that he was just overeating constantly. What's going that, that is what he tried to do. This I don't uh, know. start well, with this, take a painting. This is a fucking lesson that we keep having just thrown right in front of us repeatedly, especially in these days mm-hmm. with like massive social media and like turning, oh, he's a billionaire. He becomes a celebrity because of the kind of shit. It's like once they get this level of fame and this power and this money, they're not fucking happy. Like <laughs> you can literally have all that shit, but what are you going to do? What here's, 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 here's a more grounded example of this. I hate, there's one thing I like really hate about like, like a writing class. Um, Mm. and it never happened. It didn't happen that often, I would say, but sometimes it would be, uh, you would get the prompt, write whatever you want. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Might as well just kick me off a fucking cliff, bud, because I, (laughs) I need some parameters. You know what I mean? I need to like, give me a challenge. And everyone can have the same parameters, but you're going to get 20 different stories regardless. You know what I'm saying? And in this, like, man, like, once you have the ability to do anything, you really don't like, well, what's attainable? Because now you, all you're into is the impossible shit, like going to Mars. Hmm. Fucking naming your child a bunch of digits. Beep, boop. Yeah. yeah like, it, it's like I mean? there's nothing left for them to climb. And like, well, I might as well, well I guess I'll just try and be immortal then. So, I, or yeah. So instead of just chilling. Yeah. How's Tom from doing? Looking into this a little bit, there's, I mean, all these guys are doing it now. It's like they have their money. Now they want to live forever. Uh, mm-hmm. Sam Altman from OpenAI, he just invested $180 million in longevity research. Um, <sighs> this process we were just talking about that uh, Brian Johnson's developing project blueprint is $2 million a year just for him. Yeah. See, that's yeah. worrying because I know this dude's getting scammed by Dr. What's-His-Fuck. And well, like $1,000 an hour, it's like this dude is getting scammed by this man. Like this doesn't I don't, work. I don't think I don't think that's it. I think this guy came to this doctor and this doctor was just like, what I like Yeah, he's like I, assembled, you know, these teams of researchers. He's like made purchases to make this happen for him. But I mean, like, it's not I, I don't know. We, well, we can do a whole like, other episode someday about entrepreneurs and what they do or don't contribute. Well, did Epstein try and like be immortal? No, like, no. Well, I, I mean even more like, twisted. He had like a stud ranch where he was trying to impregnate twenty women a year to get like Genghis Khan genes down yeah. the line. It's yeah. like, Really, weird. Well, and there's there were allegations that have or like haven't been proven that like the famous uh, litigious prick Peter Thiel uh, was doing the blood swap thing too. Yeah, but, so like, okay, I've read a, I've read a lot of that, and all the articles come right up to it, and like they have to say it's very. I notice the same wording every time they say he has yep. not explored this option in America or something like that. It's just like, right. there's oh. always a qualifier. There's always like a wow. well, I mean, considering what he did to Gawker. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like, yeah, you know, like you can be wrong and still win if you have that kind of money. Like the, the whole the whole project at the end of the day, like you you said, you know, it sounds very hard, Conan. The whole thing just kind of echoed in my mind, like the just the disgustingness of the, the Tessier Ashpool clone mm. like mm-hmm. dynasty just on and on until they're insane. And it just Oh yeah. This is the beginnings of that. There needs to be some kind of a insane. Like, there needs to be some kind of a, a regulatory agency that once you become like a billionaire, it's like, what are you going to use your shit for? No, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. yeah. The hands. Are you a good witch uh, or a bad witch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's oh God, man, this shit's so fucking. It's like the evil genius agency where it's like, no, you're not allowed to use your money to make a death ray. 
Well, yeah, there was again, and I hate to be like the, the meme broadcaster, but there was that meme with um with Sam Altman. It was like, oh, so every I just watched uh, uh, Ex Machina. It's a great movie. I just can't <laughs> tell what people wanted me to watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't tell if he was being funny or not because. <laughs> That's like one of those things that's so wildly off base, but like it would be funny if he was self conscious. <laughs> so talking about talking about like it's the kind of joke that Elon Musk mm. wishes he could make, right? Well, yeah. self consciously, like, do we have any idea of like his underage kid feels about this? Mm. Uh, so I didn't get any quotes from him anywhere in any of the articles that I read. I just know that that's he he's a willing participant, in as much as you can be. As it's a seventeen-year-old yeah, kid that uh, was raised by your dad, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. and then your ghoulish yeah. fucking grandfather. You've never had a hard fucking day in your life, or anyone tell you no. That's true. Yeah, um, he grew up in a big Mormon family, had a lot of money, and you know, mm-hmm. went to school for something completely bland. Uh, I think he went to Brigham Young for international studies and did an MBA in business. It's like a snore. <laughs> oh wow! Well, it's like for the kid, it's kind of like Tesla had this money. I, I mean, man. Nikola, the man. Can you imagine he would his pigeons would have had the best roosts? I was gonna make a pigeon joke. Fuck yeah! <laughs> he would have had this death ray on top of the fucking Empire yeah, yeah, State yeah, Building. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just would have been sitting there zotting fucking you know mm-hmm. birds he didn't like, uh, light bulbs he didn't like. Oh man! <laughs> so I that's just... incredible and ghoulish and like we don't. You know what? We deserve everything that's coming. On, on the topic of blood, yeah, buddy. Um, so, I did a lot of reading, and uh, a movie that I'm going to talk about a little bit at the very end of this, uh, with regards to our wonderful friends, the orca, um, <laughs> the whale, the orca. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not. You have to, listener. I've I'm done glad. a lot of stories about boats and seasteading. <laughs> and floating armories and shit, but I am not a sailor by any stretch of the imagination. If you told me to go to the starboard bow, I would look at you and be like, is that left or right? I wouldn't know. <laughs> and uh, I know what below decks is. <laughs> I know not to touch the wheel. You know, like simple things. But I keep finding these like really fun water stories because for me, space is fascinating for sure. But it's like a thousand percent hostile there's literally like no instance where you're going to be off of this planet and like standing on the surface of another planet taking your helmet off like it's never going to happen no not, not in the history of our like race and species you know whatever the, the sea is a lot more terrifying than space yes. i'm with you on that and we don't know dick about it and like <laughs> we're at a point now where it seems as though mother nature's finally had enough <laughs> Never mind the weird storms that are popping up and fucking everything off and the crazy fire seasons and everything else that like geologically and, and uh, meteorologically that are, that are really, really fucking with us. Now the animals are getting in on it and it's kind of sweet. So what's been happening, and I'm sure you've heard of this, but orcas have been ramming yachts off the Spanish coast. I just, uh, this is, this has been such Amazing. a happy story for me. <laughs> like This is one of those ones I just, I looked at my feet. I was like, ah, oh, this is great. Yeah, I've read a, I've read a bunch of articles, and the one I'm going with is uh, by Philip Hoare. It's a Guardian from uh, May 25th. Okay, uh, this guy was just he, he just wrote the best fucking article about it. 
<laughs> and I'm going to be like kind of quoting from it largely, but uh, definitely seek it out. It's just, it, the title is Orcas are ramming yachts off the Spanish coast. Is the whale world rising up? And I'm like, yeah, it is. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> a title that answers its own question. Hey, those humans are like bathering each, like doing a Elizabeth Bathory to each other. Maybe we should like, oh. do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, oh this sh- man, it's the whales versus the rich ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> this this gets better. All right, so like, so like, reporting orcas attacking boats have been in the news, like I said. But starting in 2020 and apparently increasing in number, we are now hearing about the singing of a yacht on May 4th of this year. Awesome. Uh, there were quote there were two smaller orcas and one larger. The skipper Werner. Schaufelberger told German magazine Yacht, and then I took a little bit more from there was this uh, yacht dot de uh, page, and it was like I had to Google translate it, so some of the wording is going to be a little awkward here. <laughs> All for sure. sure. Uh, so, quote: the little ones shook the rudder at the back, while the big one repeatedly backed up and rammed the boat with full force from the side. <laughs> After about an hour and a half, the crew noticed water ingress in the rear area. There were two. There were two holes on the side of the rudder, difficult to reach because cables and hoses made access difficult. Ah. Nevertheless, the crew managed to seal one of them makeshift. But now the crew realized they needed help. Tarifa Coast Guard sent a helicopter to sea rescue cruiser. The water continued to rise slowly. The pumps could no longer work against it. In the meantime, <laughs> the orcas had let go of the yacht because their work was done. The rudder was completely destroyed. The quadrant <laughs> broken off. The crew needed assault. Now, this gets better. After uh, 20 minutes, the rescue cruiser was on site. It took the four exhausted sailors on board, installed a powerful pump, and took the... The yacht's name was Champagne, so fuck this boat. Extra. Fuck that. God. Extra. Fuck it. So, um, so yeah, it, it, it took the Champagne in tow. At about eight knots, the boat sailed uh, the 11 miles toward the port of Barbate, west of Gibraltar. But... Shortly before entering the port, it turned out that there was no longer any hope for the yacht. The water was almost up to the deck, and the tow was no longer steerable. So the champagne sank just before the port, only the mast sticking out a few meters from the water. So <sighs> point orcas. Happy ending. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, back to Hor. Okay, back to his this, this guy's uh, article here. Uh, quote, the word attack used in conjunction with animals is a human judgment. Their actions are more likely to be defensive, but there is definitely something strange going on. <laughs> something is afoot in the waters off of Gibraltar. So we just actually, this is so weird. So we, we got scientists openly admit, yo, animals are attack people. Yeah, they're like, oh, this shit's, well, this shit's, okay. So Andrew Sutton, an experienced underwater photographer with whom I work and who is familiar with these particular orca pods, has noted them, quote, doing weird things. In the straight, including quote, whacking rudders off in annoying fishermen. It's like they know. <laughs> so uh taking all our fish. <laughs> this yeah, is basically come up later too. So so uh the Grupo Trabejo Orca Atlantica, it's the Atlanta Atlantic Orca Working Group. It has recorded hundreds of such reports with 29 incidents this year around the strait alone. They believe wow. that just 15 individuals of a population of a, a population of more than 50 are responsible. So there's like 15 punk fucking killer whales. <laughs> That's what, the minute I heard that, I, I swear to God, another Dune reference. The first thing I thought was like, if Muad'Dib, the Lisan Al Gaib, has taught me anything, it's this: Gladys, send me 15 of your strongest warriors. I will oh. train them. You'll trade 15 more warriors who will then train 15 more warriors. And we can oh, take this globally. That's what's happening. 
So this, uh, <laughs> so, so Dr. Alfredo Lopez Fernandez from the GTOA has two hypotheses. One, the orcas quote have invented something now and repeat it. This behavior matches the profile of juveniles. Or two, it is a quote response to an adverse situation. One or several individuals have had a bad experience and are trying to stop the boat so as <laughs> not to repeat it. This behavior coincides with the profile of adults. Either way, Hor writes, it is an astonishing notion. Dr. Lopez Fernandez and his team have named generically the interacting orcas Gladys after their original scientific name, Orca Gladiator, which I did not fucking know. That's awesome. That's so hard. Pretty cool. That is so hard. Anyway, they suspect an individual, Gladys Bianca, white Gladys, um, <laughs> initiated this behavior after a, quote, critical moment of agony, perhaps as a result of collision with a vessel. She also has a young daughter born in 2021. Other Gladys whales have been entangled with fishing gear or suffered laceration and even amputations. Can you just see these Mad Max looking motherfuckers? Scarred. Like, they got tattoos and shit. Like, they're harpoons sticking out of them. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. They're just rolling up on you and you're just like, I didn't do it. You know, like, yeah, like the more you say, the more I'm on the side of the whales. Because I'm like, yeah, Easy. no, they got fucked up by these boats. Of course they're going to fuck them up. Oh, yeah. No, oh, I mean, so quote, all this has to make us reflect on the fact that human activities are at the origin of this behavior. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Thank so, you. Anyway. Shades of the, the Essex, right? The, the mm -hmm. Moby Dick story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, so Orca society is matriarchal. It recognizes post-menopausal females as the most important members of a pod. Females pass on knowledge of feeding grounds and techniques in the God. interventions. We could learn so much from them. <laughs> Oh, dude, right? In the interventions, quote, grandmother orcas have been seen to be observers as if directing the events. <laughs> fuck yeah. That's awesome. Grandma's like, Go don't that up. mess with the matriarch. No. Or goes on to say that part of me, quote, part of me is secretly excited at this idea of nature fighting back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? I love this oh, guy. Yeah. No, this guy's great. This article's awesome. Um, he notes that, quote, according to the charity Whale and Dolphin Conservation, at least 174 orcas have died in captivity since 1961, having been forced to swim aimlessly about in overgrown swing pools without any of the peer interaction that defines them. Yeah, we used to go to SeaWorld. Yeah. I hated that shit. I wanted to hang out at the arcade and do, like, the water slides. I didn't want to see that shit. Yeah. It just it bummed me the fuck out. Anyway, Problematic. so... Horrible. And even as a little kid, yeah, I was just like, these things are awesome. Why are they here? Yeah. Like, you've captured this massive intelligent it. animal. And they're like, six fucking tons, man. Like, and they're smart. And, and they're like, like the fastest thing in the sea. <clears throat> yeah, clearly like, they're goddamn smart. Like, why are we, why are we doing this to them? So, Hor recalls seeing his first orca at Windsor Safari Park. It's, you know, like a SeaWorld, but now uh, that location is a Legoland. In Good. the 70s, and he realized a magnificent animal had been reduced to a circus trick. I mean, you can't see that for the first time and not think that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, Hor went on to spend, quote, 20 years seeing and writing about whales, but I didn't see an orca again until 2017. This is awesome. He recalls, quote, Andrew Sutton and I were eight nautical miles off the coast of Sri Lanka, diving with a megapod of sperm whales. Close by, we came upon 30 of them surrounded by two pods of orcas trying to predate the sperm whale calves. When one of the orcas uh, headed directly at us, we quickly got back in the boat. No shit. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. 
The orcas were defeated by the masked sperm whales. One pod left the scene, the other reassembled nearby, and we followed out of curiosity. They began to circle us in the same way they had done with the whales, but then head-buttered our boat three times. I was the only one looking over the other side when five of the whales charged at us. It was utterly terrifying. At the last moment, they slipped beneath us. As one of the Blue Planet film unit told me later, it is the same technique used by orcas uh, to flip seals off ice floats. They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fucking with the researchers. That's beautiful. Hey, there's some chewy oh. stuff up there. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's knock them off. Uh, quote, I felt I'd given up on all notion of being a superior animal. Instead, <laughs> I was part of this interaction of three cultures, orca, sperm whale, and humans. Orcas, not us, are probably the most successful mammal on Earth. They've been around in their evolved state for six million years, and they are present in every ocean. They have no known predator except us. I've no idea if the Iberian orcas are expressing a struggles for survival as we deplete their food sources and pollute their environment, or just playing with us. But when Ranil Nana Yakara, the scientist with us on the boat, pulled up his underwater microphone after the orcas had gone, he discovered that it had been bitten off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's it's amazing. <laughs> Chef's kiss. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. And there's like, fucking, there was just this morning, there was another attack on a sailboat. Fucked it up. Yes. Use your hatred. <laughs> so... Don't, don't enter our territory. Don't go on the ocean. So, I've had in my mind, when I was young, I was like eight, I was staying at my grandma's, and I remember distinctly it was at my grandma's, and we watched the movie Orca on, like, the movie channel, or HBO, one of them, right? <laughs> okay. This movie came out two years after Jaws, and so I would have seen it 83-ish, 84 maybe, and it was pg and I remember it fucking me up. Like, <laughs> PG I, I, something different back then. <laughs> it meant something much different. Um, I mean, you might see boobs in a PG movie. Like, they, it was really weird back then. They had weird. Cool. No, it was weird. It, it was not consistent. It didn't make sense. None of it made sense. And it's worse now. By all means, it's worse now. But like, oh, sure. It was like, anyway, I, I just had it in my head. I'm like, you know, I should probably just like watch that again. See, see what that was about. I can't believe they let me fucking watch this movie. <laughs> More than RoboCop. Like, this was one of them ones where I was like, what really? the fuck? Well, because I didn't see RoboCop for a few years after that. I was older. I was a little more mature. This was not that wild for me at that point. But this film shows you abstract concepts that an eight-year-old isn't ready to process. And it all, like, <laughs> whale, the first 20 minutes. Whale-based abstract concepts. Well, like, yeah, because there's extended scenes where you see the, like, the, the behavior of, like, these orcas in this movie you know and it's long extended kind of nature shots and stuff and it's pretty good like we'll, we'll get into it but like i sorry i took some notes I, it's not a review of the movie i'm not going to take you through every fucking scene but i am going to point out some things that i found to be really great uh the lead is uh the lead character is this guy nolan he's he's like hang on, he hang on. i gotta pull up i gotta pull on my notepad here the next time i'm out in my yacht i want to take great. some notes yeah you're gonna on what you're about to tell me <laughs> so the killer whale. One of my yachts. You know, I got a couple, couple, got a couple places. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that yacht with the yacht attached to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah the so, Patreon money's got sorry, it. Sorry, on. I got my so, Go Nolan is played by Dumbledore, Richard Harris. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, that He's is 46 in this movie. And one of the fun trivia facts is that he tried to do most of his own stunts and almost died several times. Awesome. <laughs> We're going to get into why that might be later. But, like, 
he's he's playing an Irish Canadian fella who is just all like fuck it. I'm just gonna talk like I talk, you know, like through this whole movie. And hearing Richard Harris, this storied, extremely talented, fucking like Shakespeare class actor, call someone an Egypt is one of my favorite fucking things. And he just sounds just, like himself, right? He's not trying to actually do the it's amazing. No, That's no, because he's Irish. He like he just he just went with it. He's like, oh, I'll be comfortable for this one. Fuck this. He passed up doing a Francois Truffaut movie <laughs> to do this. <laughs> the Serpent's Egg. He was going to be in that, and he did this instead. And he he's oh. he said he regrets it, but he's also kind of said, eh, "Look, I enjoy that shoot, and I, I I don't hate my work in it." And it's he's good. Like it's the performances are all fucking great. Um. Anyway, so basically, this movie is like don't say D- Dino De Laurentiis, the the famed you know movie producer. He was like Jaws. <laughs> Let's go. And, Jaws is uh, pussies. Yeah, yep. and all this this is is okay. So the, basically, the inciting incident is Nolan. Uh, he he attempts to harpoon. All right, a bunch of shit happens. There's a diver. They're recording whale song. Okay, there's like scientists and stuff, and then these idiots like Harrison and, and Bo Derek is in it and her boyfriend and like this captain and whatever they're fishing and they're trying to get a great white shark. But then the, the one scientist falls off the boat at some point and the shark's coming to get him. But then this like orca comes up and just eats the shark. Like there's so <laughs> much blood. It's incredible. It's one of those things where I'm like, what the fuck? It's like um, another jump in the shark. He ate the shark. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So they were like, oh, this is cool. But then Richard Harris, being a dick, is like, hey, let's harpoon one of those. Like, if we, I wanted that shark. That was going to get us like $250,000. They give us so much money per foot. That thing Why does like, he want a whale? Well, because <laughs> the shark, he couldn't get money off the shark because the whale killed it. Why did he want the shark? For the money. Because they could get, he, he said he could get like a quarter of a million dollars for it. Doing what? First, you get the shark. Food? Then you get the money. Selling it to then the, you get the women. I think it was like selling it to a fucking aquarium or something. Or maybe the power after that. I don't know. I, I, I don't yeah. know. Then you did the cocaine. I don't know. Then you sure. suck the blood out of it. Then it makes you younger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I got it. Then you, you make an Italian horror film and like. Right. Okay. But, but actually, instead that's of- a new business uh, executive treatment. It's actually shark blood transfusion. It makes you yeah. ruthless in the boardroom. <laughs> and they'll be like, it's so cold. Uh, but <laughs> so, so Harris, instead of being thankful that this person who isn't really affiliated with, like, didn't get killed by the shark and being pissed that he didn't get the shark. He decides he was going to take one of these whales, right? So he fires a harpoon at what he thinks is this male whale. And he's right. But it, it nicks the back of its fin and goes into a female whale that turns out is pregnant. And this Uh-oh. is the inciting incident for its tale of it's, it gets real bad guys. Like, <laughs> so he attempts to harpoon the one. He nicks a male. Well, Hooking the female, the female attempts to swim into the fucking propeller to kill itself. Oh, my God! Oh, it's just this propeller underwater shot and blood everywhere, and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? I mean, when you said who produced it, it's kind of like I'm like, oh, okay. We'll get into the director too. Okay, this this guy isn't shitty. Like anyway, they hoist the female aboard where it promptly miscarries a calf, which fucks Nolan up so bad he grabs a hose and hoses it off. What the fuck? This is the first like 15, 20 minutes of this movie. Right? <laughs> like, what the fuck am I seeing? And you're immediately like, all of these people, all these humans need to die. Like that's just weird. <laughs> so like they they this thing is hanging and the orc is like falling about. It's like hitting the boat. 
at one point it causes like uh, uh, Derek to fall and it breaks her leg. So, you know, she's going to have to go back ashore. And the, the one guy on the boat's like, oh, my God, it's still alive. So, like, they decide to cut it loose. And you, I'll tell you what, you will never hate humanity more <laughs> <laughs> than when you get to see the next shot where this male, the way apparently, and typically, this is one thing the movie kind of doesn't get right, but, like, typically a, the way a female, like, whale will grieve is it will take, like, the body of its loved one and push it in the water, like, with its nose for days. And so that's what this does. The, the surviving, you know, the male whale pushes the female onto shore to let it die on shore. And I mean, at this point, I was just like, can we just bomb this whole entire fucking town? Every <laughs> minute? Can we literally, can we glass this little fucking bay? Like it's, <laughs> and it's, it's sad. It's like yeah. so fucking sad. And then now cue Will Sampson. He's an actor whom you may recognize is the giant mute Native American man from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Ah, uh, he's gotcha. the one who throws the the water fountain out the window, and um, he has he has lines and he's great. But he also is playing like he's kind of like I want to like him, but the way they write him, there's a couple of things that I'm like, why, why though? But why though? Anyhow, um, at one point, Nolan feels bad about all this actually. Like, this really affects them. Like, seeing this all happen and, you know, knowing that it's grieving, it's really affecting. They don't tell you why yet. And there is one, like, fucking jump cut that's, like, a third of a second long of a car crash. Like, when the the, the calf comes out and falls on the deck. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is that about? And they <laughs> don't come to it for, like, an hour. Like, Did you never find out what that's about. No, no. It just it, something triggers something in his head. And then they like come a back. flashback. Yeah, yeah, and they, but it's not established. You don't know what it's about. So anyway, Nolan decides to go to a fucking church. As you do. <laughs> and this is one of the best exchanges I've ever seen in a movie. Nolan asks the priest, can you, can you commit a sin against an animal? And the priest replies, you can commit a sin against a blade of grass. And all I thought was, take that, vegans. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, though. No, it was actually, it's like, it's a really cool exchange. He, there's a couple, there's a little bit more of the dialogue and stuff. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah. So then the head of the fisherman's union in town introduces himself to Nolan and he tells him to stop fucking with their bag. He's like, yo, if an orc is hanging out, then the fish leave. And now you're fucking with our bag. Hmm. And um, this is where you find out, like, uh, he, he's talking to uh, uh, Charlotte Ramp plays in this. and She's a stunner. Like, just a striking like woman period green eyes the way she's like done up it the craziest outfits because i'm watching this and i know this movie takes place in like 1977 and i'm just like what fucking future movie set did you get these wraps from like these are incredible these don't look like anybody wears these on the planet she has this like like cargo jumpsuit that she wears with a bunch of zippers on it that i just why do you okay. have this <laughs> yeah, like she, it's like, oh, that'd be cool if you wore it every day. She looks like it was like a green April O'Neil vibe. Okay. So, when do the whales eat these people? Yeah. So, anyway, Nolan, he, he at some point in the movie, he, he like, he's like, this whale, I get him. Same thing happened to me. And what happened to him was his pregnant wife was killed by a drunk driver. Uh, That's the same thing as her. Oh, exactly the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So then, now, I sent you guys, before we did this, uh, five photographs. <laughs> Pathos established. Please explain this. Hey, please explain. Please ex- look like a bad day in Fallujah. Right, yeah, it's like, movie. You just sent me these pictures, and, we're, and I'm like, how did the whale cause, like, all these fires? <laughs> the, yeah, like, uh, the docks and, like... Is it Sherman what, the whale? What happens is, this orca swims up to this fuel line and breaks it, and then, like, bumps a couple things... And this is the, th- I love this part so much because there's no fucking way. <laughs> so the whale goes up and he breaks the pipes and then it, the camera like pans over to this, like, or, or cuts to this, this small little, like, you know, there's like a deck and there's like a house and there's, they're all on stilts and this will come up again in an even more spectacular way in a moment, but there's a lantern. So all this feels spilling all over the place and everything. Right. And the whale knew that this particular building with the door open, it had a it had a lantern on the edge and it starts bumping the like logs under like the the beams underneath it and it causes it to fall which sets that on fire oh clever <laughs> which sets the entire docks on fire and that fire traces itself back up to the tanks that fuels the entire fucking town which explodes on the hill <laughs> and the entire time they've cut this orca doing big old flips and jumps in front of it and i'm like <clears throat> this is my favorite movie this is, uh, this is totally going to happen. This is oh, that's what you have to do. If, if war has taught me anything, take out the fuel supply and you've won. Yeah, I mean, the well, whales already knew from that story of the scientists that, like, the real story with the scientists, they knew how to cut communications. They fucking ate the microphone. Dude, <laughs> they're, they're sure. We shall not doing? negotiate. Yeah. <laughs> These things have, like, f- two rows of four-inch teeth. Like, they don't play, man. <laughs> like, they, they are incredible engine. oh yeah i've seen videos of them fuck up a seal like on the ice and seal thinks it's all like free and clear and it just comes up and mm, yeah that, opens it like a can opener that thing uh Hor mentioned about the, the the blue planet guy telling him he's like yeah that's exactly what they do they fucking flip seals off ice <laughs> that'll come into play later um <laughs> so about an hour about an hour into the movie the orca attacks a house on stilts and collapses it into the bay and now this is where like Bo Derek's been resting with her cast. Where's and, this supposed to be taking place? Just uh, like like Newfoundland or something. Okay, it's it, Pacific Northeast. Like, I deal with it. Or, I'm sorry, Atlantic Atlantic Northeast, like uh-huh. way north of Maine, north whale country. Yeah, um, close enough that it doesn't take them too long to get to Arctic Circle ice. Gotcha. Because that'll that'll play in later. But uh, yeah, so now, so Bo Derek's resting and stuff, and then you know, Richard Her- or Nolan is uh, he's he's getting some stuff out of this like garage, I guess, whatever. And this house is on stilts, like out over the water, and the orca just starts fucking with it, just starts pounding into it, and it's a big two story house, right? So it's like starting to lurch, and everything's starting to slide toward the water, and Bo Derek slides down toward the water, and. Then uh, her boyfriend shows up and, and Richard Harris shows up and they get this net and they throw it down to her and they're just going to like, grab it, I'll pull you up. And she's like, I can't get it. You know, and they do and they start pulling her up and then it hits it again. <laughs> and she slides and her, her casted leg hangs out over the water and, <laughs> and it bites the leg off of both her. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. I mean, have you seen her legs? Who wouldn't, right? Look at that hawk yeah, hand. Here's, here's the thing, though. This is like oh. young Bo Derek. Like it's really yeah. weird. It's how much? Really how weird. much? Uh, how much uh, syrup and blood, fake blood did they use? It was really clean. Like okay. you should. You, it's it's not likely this would have happened. It's likely that it would have yanked her into the water. But this yeah. was like okay. she, she lives. Thankfully. Okay. 
but like she immediately like very shortly after they get her up like these paramedics show up and they're starting to because i'm like i could see right like everything you're describing right because if you told mm. me it was pg pg i wouldn't have believed it because it just sounds like because <laughs> the people who work down like oh this is just like a weird italian horror film it has that vibe it's bad shit like yeah. well, it's, it's De Laurentiis, you know what i mean like it's it's like it's it that old this, school b kind of like yeah it has this vibe to it definitely here's the thing like there's there's these like moments of very like high gravitas acting that slow the movie down and then wildly batshit insane sequences <laughs> it's, it's very watchable soundtrack's fine okay like, it, it wasn't intrusive okay you know what i mean it wasn't like too much but it wasn't a jam either you know like yeah, no, it was enough to keep it moving. I mean, it, this here's the thing: it's a competently made film. That it's funny if you go to like if you go to like Rotten Tomatoes, it's like nine percent. But if you go to like IMDb, it's like five stars or four and a half stars or something. <laughs> one of those. To, yeah, yeah. Then you go it's to like very device. Yeah, and if people it, like the movies, it's higher. You know. Well, there's a bit of a like it, it's like not not like the room, but you know you could definitely probably have a watch party out of this. Sure, like it wouldn't be a bad time with friends because it is that shit insane like it's one of those things where i'm like i was not prepared for this you know it's 7 30 through to life <laughs> so i got a i got a couple of uh i got a couple of trivia bits here so like the director uh was michael anderson he also helmed the 1956 version of 1984 <laughs> he also say. did he also i guess won awards for around the world in 80 days which oh. was hugely famous yeah. um he did a movie that i did not know he did called doc savage the man of bronze i didn't realize that was him Doc Savage uh, has a movie? I didn't even know that. That's great. It came out in the 70s, apparently. Makes um, sense. He also directed Logan's Run, which I really like. <laughs> yeah, okay. And he also did a low-key kind of fun movie that I always like with Chris Christopherson called Millennium. Yeah, Earth. that... That, I remember that movie from when I was a kid. Uh, I was a kid when I watched it, but it was a really good movie. I thought it was... That's a good movie. It was like a time... time Plays a time. All of their hearts are on the left... Are on the right side of their bodies. Yeah, like, it was like, yeah! What the fuck? This is weird. Anyway, as <laughs> this piece of uh, trivia, so the, the writer was Luciano uh, Vincent Zoni. He is, he was, he, this guy was huge. This guy wrote so much shit. I didn't even write it down. Just look up Luciano uh, Vincent Zoni. Good luck. I mean, he did so many fucking scripts. I was like, I don't even know what to pick. I don't Prolific even know what to do. Screenwriter. Yes. And he was the writer of this. This is like one of his projects. So according to him, mm-hmm. Richard Harris had begun to drink heavily on set after reading a tabloid and seeing a pic of his wife, Ann Turkle, with a younger man. Oops. <laughs> Harris reportedly intended to stop performing and fly to Malibu in order to kill them, relenting only after getting into a brawl, which resulted in Vincenzoni getting a black eye. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I will murder your what? fucking family later. You need to make this goddamn movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't really give away how the movie ends. Basically, the gist of it is, in in the most general terms, too, is that like, so, the Native American fella, this, Nolan at one point in the movie is just like, I don't want to fuck with this thing. Like, I'm sorry. I wish I hadn't done it. I don't want to <laughs> give it any more grief or any more pain. And Will, you know, says to him, he's like, look, man. Everybody in the tribe and like the spirits are all saying, you guys gotta fight regardless. <laughs> Whatever you gonna yeah, I don't I don't care how it turns out, but it's like you you gotta go square off with dude. And he's just like, but come on, man, like haven't I caused you know? He's like, No, spirits say you gotta go fucking fight this dude, dude. You know, like you gotta go do this I shit. Mean, 
at least that when it gets to weird stereotype, like, you know, of course the native person is going to be like, no, you should make peace with it. He's like, no. Spirits are telling you to do this, motherfucker. You got to go. You know, exactly. (laughs) This is. (laughs) Go ahead. No, no. I just think it's funny that it's like a reversal of what you normally would expect. Especially for the time. It's funny because he's not being like mean or dark or mystical or anything about it. You know, he's just being flat. He's just like, oh, no, this sucks. Shit sucks. (laughs) So. What this manifests in is that after all this crazy shit happens, Bo Derek gets her leg bit off and stuff. Basically, it's like the orca comes out and it's like, you got to follow me. We're going to do this out here. And, you know, Will's like, yeah, you know, you ought to do what it says. Sure. (laughs) So they they get in the boat. Like Charlotte Rampling gets in the boat. Uh, The one remaining guy gets in the boat along with uh, Will. Because I can't, I could never understand what his name was. No one pronounced it the same way. So it's just, <laughs> it's just Will. To me. So here we go on this boat to go fist fight a whale. Yeah, it's pretty much exactly. Um, they're Wait, they, what? They really? go, yeah, so they, they follow this fucking orca all the way out to the Arctic ice. And they, they realize like, you know, Will says to Nolan, he's like, yo, you know, the Arctic. The, the ice can fuck your boat up. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. whale's got home court advantage, man. He's like, yeah, but it's going to fuck up the whale. Like every time it has to break through the ice in order to breathe. And it's like, oh, this isn't going to work well. Designed to do that. Yeah. 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 He gets this like crazy look at his eyes. Like this is going to work. You know, he, he, he almost for a brief moment, R- Richard Harris almost looks like Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> it's really insane. Like, please, like, please tell me he punches the whale. No, but, no, it's 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 way better. It's so much better than okay. fucking <laughs> okay. so, so they're sitting on the boat. The whale ends up like this guy's like, oh, we gotta we gotta get the thing out over the whatever. We gotta get the the escape boat, you know, out <laughs> over the water for some. It's the he's like it's the dumbest thing in the movie. It's one of a few dumb things in the movie. So Is he goes and does it. Chekhov's escape boat. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's like set up payoff. It's like that fast. So he goes, he gets out, he's standing on the boat. The orca comes up, splits the boat in half from the bottom, and then yeah. like, breaks him in half and eats him in the water. Cool. <laughs> so now we're down to like Will, Nolan, and uh, Charlotte Rampling. And, and then there were three. Well, <laughs> something happens where like he's like, I'm not going to. He has, he has a fucking like elephant gun, like this bull action what? five, six foot long barrel cannon. <laughs> he's like i'm not going to use this you know and he he walks up into the front and will's there with the rifle and he pulls the rifle on and he's like listen get out of here now we have to go now <laughs> and it's around this point that um charlotte rampling comes in and she's like hey and she sees like will's got the gun on nolan and she's like ah look i don't know what you guys got going on here but do you see that iceberg that's moving toward us against the current <laughs> <laughs> and this iceberg comes and like bonks the boat and everybody falls and uh, Will doesn't make it. And um, it, it's just down to, you know, Nolan and, and Charlotte Rampling. So they like, they're climbing around on this, this ice, you know, set. Yeah. Cause and I'm sure if to... you fall into like Arctic water, you'll be fine. Right. Well, yeah. no, they're throwing it on these ice flows. They're throwing all these like supplies and shit out on these ice flows and stuff. Oh, well, and then they're like jumping out onto it. And then the whales like kind of bumping them. So they mm-hmm. kind of get into a thicker piece of ice and they're trying to climb up a bit, but then the whale like hits it and, Richard Harris falls down on the flow and it does this thing where it gets on it and forces him to slide toward him. And you think what it's going to do is fucking just eat him because he's got him way up in the air. You know, he's got this ice up and Nolan's like fucking skating toward him on this ice. Like, ah, and I'm like, oh, well, this is how it ends. No, it isn't. It's going to be so much better. 
So what he does is he gets him in the water and he kind of like pushes him out a little ways and he starts okay. swimming around him and slapping him with his fucking fin. <laughs> oh, the whale punches him. He's slapping him. He's just like whackety whack. And then eventually he does yes. this thing that actually whales, I guess, do do to mm. like to, to uh, well, first of all, there's that tilt thing they do. The other thing is um, it, it uses its tail to launch him into the fucking air. Nice. And it slaps him like almost at the feet of Charlotte Rampling so that she like rolls down this ice. He so rolls not, down this ice all bloody and fucked up and dead. So not only did this whale punch the man, he also like essentially did a whale drop kick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, like then, some sort of like Street Fighter uppercut shit. He just like launches him across the map. And throws the body at, at her companion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Fuck. as it, he, it falls into the water, he falls into the water, and the fucking orca just takes off. Mm-hmm. Presumably to die under the ice. Because like what? they kind of show it struggling a little bit, but they don't show that happen. But uh, apparently that's what that was in the script. <laughs> you know, having lost everything and gotten its revenge, it just chooses to die at peace. No, it didn't. Something. He's still alive. I choose to believe he's still out there, bro. Yeah, I do too. You know, like <laughs> why didn't he eat that man? Oh, he didn't want to. He didn't want him. He didn't want to taste that piece of shit. He just wanted to launch his ass into some fucking hard stuff. It was great. I don't know. It was on YouTube. I watched it this morning. It's it was fucking great. Oh man. But you didn't expect a movie in this episode, did you? No. What I really liked about it too was like a lot of the things that you see in the movie is like what's happening. There's a scene where like the worker comes into the town and there's a couple of boats that it attacks and splits, but it doesn't attack Richard Harris's boat because it's sending a message. It's like, <laughs> you gotta see this shit. It's like it shouldn't be as entertaining as it was. Incredible. I kept being like, this is they let me watch this. You know, like I kept saying that to myself, like as it went on. Well, it's a and, whale. How bad could it be? Bites a woman's leg off. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that, 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 that's like after tubs and tubs of blood have happened. You know, like it's <laughs> it's insane, but it's animal blood. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. They make that distinction. So if know? anything, this is like a good prediction for what's going to come in the future and the whales rise against us. This movie predicted everything in 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 the uh, in the in the streets. Yep. So uh, I'm looking forward to when we get the article where it's like, yeah, I don't know. This person was swimming and a fucking whale punted him back on the beach. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It, it's one of those. And you know, here's the funny thing: that YouTube had a really good transfer, like um, great resolution. I mean, th- here's the thing: there's a lot of shots in this film that are just like, wow, that's a fucking great shot like this guy knows how to make a movie it's yeah. all competently made it's competently edited i guess there were a few scenes that they deleted that did show when they aired it on the on television which is insane to me <laughs> lost, fr- lost I, I guess well what had happened i guess one of the scenes they cut was uh richard harris actually goes to visit bo Derek in the hospital to like establish that she lived but they i think they kind of did enough in the film where like you see the paramedics like tying it off and pulling sure out. But um, still, it was kind of a shocker to see. I was just like, at the like fifty-seven minute mark, Derek loses a leg. <laughs> what the fuck is this movie? Yeah. So I yeah, in, in researching uh, the stories off the coast of uh, you know Spain and, and Portugal, I got to revisit some childhood trauma. It was uh, <laughs> worth it. It was uh, that's a wild movie. Um, it sometimes has the tub t- subtitle. It's like Orca the Killer Whale. <laughs> say, they're gonna remake it called orca cocaine whale yeah yeah 
Oh, fuck. Fucking okra. cocaine orcas fighting rich vampires. Or <laughs> <laughs> like okra. It's just like this murder vegetable. <laughs> That'd be interesting. I'd watch that. O- Oprah. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Speaking of people who would drink their children's blood. <sighs> Anyhow, so yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty much... Yeah, that's what we got this week, folks. We figured we'd leave you with the super happy fun. Um, yep, yep. Killer whale rise up uh, revolution. It does fill me with hope. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, let them fight back. Mm. If only 15 of them are sinking this many boats. Shit. <laughs> keep, keep it up. Train 15 more and send them to the next sea over. <laughs> I mean, that's what's going to happen. You'll see. <laughs> Did you guys ever see Syphilin, are we? they're interviewing no, the planet so. Mars and they're like, well, Hey, didn't you have people at one time? He's like, yeah. He's like, what happened to him? He's like, just keep it up. You'll see. <laughs> didn't work out. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all I got. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all, all I got. I think I, all yeah, yeah, got. yeah. I think we'll uh, kind of dip out with this. We will be back um, at some point. Like uh, we, we're going to be putting some stories and articles together. We're getting some stuff together with the um, the website, and uh, Zero's got some big happening. So we're going to leave tons of room for that, and getting that ready and all that. Um, yep, yep. So we we will be back soon. And yeah. we're on socials. We're I'm, on the f- I'm happy to end on a, on on a fun story, on a happy story. Oh, do oh, it. please, please. No, the one we just said. There aren't any other happy stories. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, no. I was like, oh, you got one more to shoot. You know, no, you get one, one happy story. Yeah, that's all you get. Um, but yeah, no, we're on the socials. Uh, neondystopia.com, patreon.com, slash neondystopia. Uh, still on the Twitter because I just, I can't quit you. Um, <laughs> and, and just once again, I'll, I'll say if, if you enjoy... Um, what you're hearing, please, by all means, suggest the podcast to somebody else. It's such a, a bigger draw when you suggest it to somebody in person. That uh, yeah, oh yeah, something please. I want you to put into your brain. And um, I know that I have a lot of podcasts that I don't listen to until someone else recommends me recommends it to me. I, I won't pick it up. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's a huge help. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it really is. You know, and uh, you know, we we got this great community in the Discord. Yeah. That you know, uh, Shadow Link's there. A bunch of people are there. Uh, yep. We we trade memes and d- d- just post stuff about like news and what's going on. Um, what I like about it is that a good portion of the Discord is so much smarter than I am. Like that's they're giving away each other up. Yeah, no, we do. That, that's the beauty of it. If I don't understand something, I ain't afraid to ask because everybody will explain it to me. Like you know, because like, you can't know everything. I think one of the big mistakes of our era is thinking that, like, say, uh, a billionaire is smart, you know. And I'm like, I'm happy to not know everything. I don't no, have the... They're not. They're not fucking smart. They just drink no. their kids' blood. Right. <laughs> blood. Blood. <laughs> oh my god! I can't. Long so and much... protracted incest. There's a lot of blood in this episode. Mm. It's a lot of blood. There's a lot of blood, like unexpectedly for me. PG-13, um, though. But most of it, yeah, except mm. for the. Fucking whales, man! The whales. We. This okay. is a pro. Nineteen seventy-seven, PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Is that what it's showing now? Because I, the one I watched, it said straight up PG at the beginning. Mm. I don't know. Uh, I don't know oh. what we are. Mm. Who cares? This is a pro orca podcast. The beep beep. All systems are fully functioning. Running low light.